from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. It is 11 a.m. on the East Coast. And you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen. If it's 11 a.m. on the East Coast, then it is time for Live from America. Thank you so much for joining in. I am your ever so humble, ever so God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. And every day I wake up, after I give thanks to God for giving me um, breath in my lungs and an opportunity to wake up, I thank him for your support and for your viewership and for your shares and for your love to this show, to this channel, and what you've done for me. Okay, so um, we got breaking news today. We got a great show for you today. But before I do that, I need to give some shout outs. So Courtney Riley, shout out to you. Sherry Walker from Texas, big shout out to you. Jason Hurd, we got Dave Korinoski from Erie, Pennsylvania. I've spent many, 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 many um, hours of my life in Erie, Pennsylvania, traveling traveling back and forth. I'd like to give a big shout out to my cousin in Illinois, Aspen Craddock, who is also on Freedom uh, Social Network right now on her on her desktop. I uh, I just uh, saw her this morning on there, and I love you so much, Aspen. Thank you so much for joining in. We have Karen from Louisiana. She says Louisiana is in the house, or should we say Louisiana is in the house? We have Teresa Wolf. How are you doing, Teresa? Good to have you in today. Jen Holcomb says, I found a video from the White House on Saturday evening. It looks like they were wheeling out a stretcher or a casket. I saw the same thing. Very odd. Thank you for joining in. We got Venus Clark. She says, good morning, fellow Christian patriots. Um, uh, we got we already got Courtney Riley, so uh, we won't uh, double up on that one. Let's go do a few more here because I love giving shout-outs and being interactive. A lot of people don't like it, but I know more people do. So we got Debbie Schultz. How you doing, Debbie? Judy uh, Moylanen. Judy Moylanen, and I hope I said that right. Amber uh, Amber Newell from Texas. Frank Weeks from Kansas. We got Don Loriman from South Bend. I would believe that's Indiana. And we have Brenda Hines. Thank you guys for joining in. If I didn't get you a shout-out, I'm very sorry. Um, but, uh, I try to get as many as I can. I'd also like to give a shout out, a very special shout out to John Spencer, who sent me a wonderful second amendment gift that I cannot wait to put up here in the studio. And I'd like to give a happy birthday to Dawn Morgan. Shall we sing happy birthday to Dawn Morgan? I know today's her birthday. She said it yesterday. So I screenshot it to make sure I wouldn't, uh, that I wouldn't forget. So how about we give a, uh, a happy birthday song real quick. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Dawn. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Dawn. I hope it's a great day for you. Um, I don't know how old you are, but let's say you're 29 because that's how old I turn every single year. Can't you tell? <laughs> So guys, if you could just do me a favor, share this over to your Facebook pages as I am not on Facebook anymore. Share it to your Telegram and you can also do a a cool thing. You can copy the link. You can share and it'll give you a a way to copy the link. You can copy that link and you can just press the middle button on your phone and the video will still play while you actually text message the link 
to your closest friends and to people that you talk with every day. And hopefully they all are like-minded. Um, they have like-minded values like you. They're Christian conservatives. So you can actually text the link while you're watching the show. And that is how we grow the show. That is how we get the show out. Make sure you like this video, subscribe. And the only way that you can see or join in on the live chat is if you are logged into your Google account. I know there are a lot of people who are having problems with that. Also, make sure you check out jeremyherald.com. Sign up for the newsletter so you can get morning prayer and devotionals from me. And also, ladies and gentlemen, to let you know, I'm, I'm going to CPAC. I'm leaving tonight. Um, and uh, for the next four days, I'll be in hotel room so I can finally catch up on emails that I'm all the way back to last Thursday on. So just uh, be patient with me. I'm getting there. I'm just a one-man band here. And uh, now we can get to what my favorite part of the show, and that is giving our honor our love, our worship, and our attention to the only person that matters, and that is God Almighty above, and through Jesus Christ, we can speak to him whenever we want. So we're going to do the verse of the day. If you're new to the show, this is how we start out every show at 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. every single day, and I also want to give a shout out to the originals out there, to the people of the Jewish faith, because my family tries to practice traditions both from the Jewish faith and from the Christian faith as we all serve the same God, okay? Um... Maybe not the same Savior, but I respect that we serve the same God. And I have many, many, many friends who are of the Jewish faith, and I have a lot of respect uh, because, hey, the Old Testament is filled with the Jewish faith, right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, this morning I sent out morning Bible verse, which came from Psalm 19.1, or as resident corn pop hairy legs would say, Palmas 19.1, and that is, the heavens keep telling the wonders of God. And the skies declare what he has done. Have you ever looked to the skies, ladies and gentlemen, at nighttime or in the morning time? This is what I wrote. And this is coming, this is, the, this is the part of the verse, of the morning verse that I really enjoy because I get to give you my take on it from my uh, point of view. And I wrote, have you ever looked at the sky at night and wondered how incredibly vast the universe is? Have you ever seen the most majestic sunset or sunrise? I often think about it being an ever-changing and, and living painting by God that he recreates daily. In reality, the skies in the universe is proof of God's pure awesomeness. We can't even grasp the power of the creator of everything. Can't even grasp that power, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and sometimes... What we can, but then I said, however, we can appreciate what we can't grasp. So even though we can't grasp it, we can appreciate it. And that's, that's the big point right there. We can show honor and we can show love and we can show compassion for being created. And the fact that we have eyes to even see God's daily ever-changing and living paintings. We have to stop once in a while and reflect on his creation. We can never take for granted the children that he has given us and blessed us with or the life that he's given us every single day. Society has a way of taking our focus off God. Try to refocus your attention on him at least five times a day. If you can do that, if you can set that goal to put your attention on God at least five times a day, if you do that, then you will look at everything in a whole new perspective. Your heart will change, your eyes will change, what you see will change, what you hear will change, 
and what you react and how you react to things will change. Okay, so thank you guys very much. Let's move on to the Lord's Prayer, and then we will get right into some breaking, amazing news, okay? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Boy, it feels so good to say that, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel so good to say that, ladies and gentlemen? Woo! All right, we got to, we got quite a crowd in here. Keep sharing that video to your friends. Remember, you can watch the video as you share it and text it out. But we're going to get right to breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. We got a huge victory in Georgia. I put it out on Telegram this morning that we had a massive victory last night in Georgia. Okay? This what I'm about to tell you, and some of you probably already know because I gave that hint in Telegram, and I know that this these force multipliers here, just like on Steve Bannon's show, they went and figured it out. But this is exactly what I've been talking about. This is how we fix the problem that we're still fighting from 2020, from the from the uh, from November uh, 3rd, 2020. This is how we fix it going forward on a local and state level. Are you ready for this? Last night, ladies and gentlemen, the Georgia. Senate, state Senate, the GOP-controlled state Senate there, passed a bill. That bill was SB-67. SB-67. And and what that bill, it passed 35 to 18, so that's party lines. They voted um, strictly by party lines, there's 35 uh, to 18. And that bill is to require, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? To require photo IDs along with any mail-in ballots. With any mail-in ballots, you have to have a photo ID. You know what that does, ladies and gentlemen? That gets rid of ballot, that gets rid of drop boxes. Drop boxes are going to be a thing of the past in Georgia. But that's not the only the that's not that's not the greatest thing, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I'll repeat. You have to have your Georgia photo state ID in order to um, to vote by mail-in ballot in the future if the governor signs this. I don't, even though Governor Kemp is a massive rhino, I do not see him not signing this. As a matter of fact, I watched uh, his rhino uh, excuse for a governor <laughs> last uh, last night on America's Voice News, and he actually was talking about working with the uh, the state legislature and making sure that they all work in tandem to have strict voter laws moving forward. That doesn't negate what he did in November 3rd in any way, shape, or form, ladies and gentlemen. But what it does tell you is the state legislature has gotten their, their, their hind ends in gear, and they have passed this bill. Now, here's another thing. There's another bill, ladies and gentlemen, that is, is expected to be passed in the same fashion. And what this will do will get rid of the $100 million Dominion machines and, and, and make it a state law ladies and gentlemen, that they go back to paper ballots and people counting those paper ballots. The state legislature says, look, we don't care about the $100 million. We would gladly get rid of the $100 million that we as taxpayers spent on this fraudulent way of counting votes to go back to paper ballots. So now that bill is being drafted right now. 
ladies and gentlemen. That bill is being drafted right now, and they expect it to pass in the same capacity as the bill that passed SB 67 that was passed last night that was 35 to 18. This, ladies and gentlemen, is huge news. If I didn't say anything else in the rest of this show, that would be enough for you to shut the show off, jump for joy, drop to your knees, praise God in heaven that he hears our prayers, that he answers our prayers, because this is a precedent. Now, while we will not see this happen in blue run states, we will see this happen state to state in the red states. And 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 the, and the states that were swing states were all Republican legislative controlled. So those swing states, ladies and gentlemen, along with what President Trump announces on um, this weekend at CPAC and what his strategy is moving forward in getting rid of these rhinos and making sure that the state legislature know that they have the power and understand and their power so that they can exercise it prior to an election rather than after an election. This is huge news. Huge. This is huge news. Okay. This is probably the best news. The best news that you'll hear all day. If you hear any other news, it's fake news. This is good news. This is gold news. And this is real news. So shout out Georgia State Senate. At least somebody down there in that deep, deep swamp ladies and gentlemen, has finally got their hind ends in gear, and this is massive. I don't even really want to say anything else. I don't, How do you follow that up? How do you follow up such great news? Praise God Almighty for answering our prayers. And ladies and gentlemen, just a big shout out to uh, everybody down in Georgia. My friend Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's not in the state Senate, but she is in the House, and just, just wonderful. I don't even, I'm, I'm so... I'm so ecstatic over that news, and I heard that news this morning, and I could not wait to get that news to all of you. So make sure, if you're in Georgia, you put pressure on your governor to sign that bill, okay? And make sure if you're in other states like Pennsylvania, like Wisconsin, like Arizona, that, that where you have a red... Um, a red leg- a state legislature there, that you push that they do the same thing, okay? So that's how I wanted to open up the show today, and I hope... That was a good introduction to today's Live from America. If so, let me know in the comments that you're happy with that news, and we'll move on. Um, So moving on to some more good breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Catalina Lauf of Illinois. She became massively famous um, during President Trump's first term um, during, I believe, 2000, I think it was 2018, maybe it was 2017, where she spoke at CPAC, and she became a um, she became a very big supporter of President uh, Donald J. Trump. Or she was a very big supporter, I should say, of President Donald J. Trump. But she also ended up working for the Trump administration. She is a very well educated, very smart, very fiery, very beautiful young lady from the state of Illinois. She announced yesterday that she will be challenging fake Republican and Rhino Adam Kissinger. Okay? We know that he's a fake Republican. We know that he's basically a Democrat. We know that he has no allegiance to, to make America fir- um, America first agenda or the Make America Great Again agenda. We know that he has no loyalty when it comes to President Donald J. Trump. We know that the state is turning on him. We know that a censure is happening. We know that his own family members are shunning him because he cried about it. Oh, my own family members are mad at me. <laughs> well, duh. Duh, you can't pretend to be one thing and then automatically switch when you're trying to apply for a a constant uh, uh, contributor job with MSDNC and CNN, dumb dumb. 
You know what I mean? You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to, you know those um, lollipops, um, the dum-dums? I'm going to get a bag of those lollipops. I'm going to keep them here. And we're going to give a dum-dum of the day. We're going to give a dum-dum of the day. And I'm going to hold up a dum-dum lollipop every time we talk about somebody who gets the dum-dum award of the day. They're going to get that. And Adam Kissinger today, even though I don't have the lollipops here in my studio, you are a dum-dum and you get the dum-dum award of the day. Because what did you expect to happen? Dum da dum dum dum. And a big shout out to um to Catalina Lauf for 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 stepping in and being an America First candidate and working hard to remove that rhino from the great state of Illinois, which happens to be where I was born, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so <laughs> just more great news. More and more great news. Uh, here's here's some not so well. I don't know if it's great news. I don't know if it's bad news. It's just news. Yesterday, President Trump uh, and his people appealed to Facebook and they appealed to Instagram to reinstate their accounts. Now we already know that Mark Zuckerberg hates Donald J. Trump. We know that he's already said that he will never allow him back on the platform. Um, I understand. So coming from me who was banned, not once, but twice, from Facebook. Um, I was I, My Live from America page three years, four years ago got taken away, uh, which had almost a million people. Then I had to rebuild it. Then it was back up to almost 400,000 followers. We were doing great. We were getting twenty and 30,000 live viewers at one time, which, which it's very hard to bring those people over to YouTube because it's just, you know, people avoid, they don't, they don't like change. Um, so then I tried to go back in order to at least have a presence there so I could direct people to where they could go and be safe to watch and listen to me. Not that this is much safer, but we're doing well here. Okay. So I understand why president Trump is doing this. However, do I agree with it? It's really not up to me to disagree or agree with it. I understand he needs a presence everywhere he can. I I wish I hope that once the uh, mobile apps drop for Freedom Fan and Freedom Fan actually blows up and the live video is there and all that, I hope that he comes over there. I wish that he wouldn't go back to Facebook. I wish that he would not grace his them with his presence and bring his millions and millions of uh, of, of followers to each one of his posts. However, I understand why why he's doing it. He needs to be pretty much everywhere as he announces the, his next uh, stage of his strategy. Um, so. I guess we'll just wait and see what happens. Um, I just wish that he and and others uh, who don't rely on Facebook for their business or for talking to family and friends across, uh, you know, overseas or, or soldiers and stuff like that. I'm not telling you to leave Facebook. I just know that when I went back there to set up a presence, uh, people actually started finding and harassing my wife and saying some really, really mean things. And we've already went through that phase where people have threatened uh, my, our kids and my wife and me uh, and, and then did it physically outside of our home and, and, and slashed our tires and, and uh, uh, loosened our lug nuts on our vehicle, on our family minivan that we used to have. So I know how crazy these people are. And Facebook is a hate breed central. It is hate breed central. So I understand why he did it, but, you know, I have my opinions about it, and they're very strong opinions now. All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Um, with President Trump expected to announce his 2022 and 2024 plans 
at CPAC this Sunday. And it really, really, it really, um, I didn't, I had made these plans to go to CPAC. I booked the tickets and everything before President Trump said he was speaking there. So I'm actually leaving before, before President Trump speaks on Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening. I'm really heartbroken by that, but, uh, but the whole trip is set up for me, uh, to leave and come back a certain day. People are picking me up at airports, all this other stuff. So I can't actually stay for President Trump's speech. I'm heartbroken by that, but, uh, with him expected to announce some kind of strategy moving forward 2022 and 2024 he'll possibly even be announcing his 2024 presidency candidacy a campaign there we'll see uh, people like Nikki Haley and people like Mr. Mom Jeans Mitt Romney are all of a sudden changing their tune ladies and gentlemen watch these fair weather fans watch them watch them tip even Lindsey Graham does this Okay, even Lindsey Graham does this. Somebody said, where can I watch CPAC? You can watch it on Right Side Broadcasting and America's Voice News just by going to their websites. Um, but Mom Jeans, Mr. Mom Jeans, Mitt Romney, as well as uh, Nikki Haley, they have both now changed their tune on President Donald J. Trump. Now they know that he's not convicted. Now that they know that the power in the entire party runs with President Trump. And there is no GOP and there is none. They don't have careers without him backing them. They don't have a further career. They don't have any political capital. They have no chance. They, have a, they don't have a snowball's chance and you know where to even have a job any further if they don't have the support of Donald J. Trump, which they're not going to get. They've already burned their bridge there. They've already burned their bridge with Donald Trump. But now, ladies and gentlemen, with how powerful he's becoming, these rhinos, swamp donkeys, whatever you want to call them, they're changing their tune real, real fast. And speaking of mom jeans, Mitt Romney, now Jason Chaffetz, if you remember former U.S. Representative Jason Chaffetz, who was a bulldog, he was a honey badger when it came to holding people accountable, ladies and gentlemen, um, he is actually... Uh, he hasn't announced it yet. He hasn't announced that he's going to, but uh, there's a good chance that he's going to run for Mom Jean's Mitt Romney's Senate seat. Um, now, the people of Utah actually don't hold uh, Mom Jean's in as much uh, contempt as we do nationally. His polls amongst, uh, amongst Utah voters aren't as bad as they are nationwide and as they are with you and I. But I have a feeling that Jason Chaffetz would destroy Mr. Mom Jeans, ladies and gentlemen, I have a feeling he would just, they would destroy Mr. Mom Jeans himself, uh, Mr. Dum Dum himself, <laughs> if he goes up against him. And he's also an America first candidate. He's also a loyal, loyal supporter of President Donald J. Trump. And President Donald J. Trump actually um, uh, supports Jason Chaffetz and will support his run. Remember, President Donald J. Trump is all about getting rid of rhinos in 2022, taking back the House. Okay? So we got to keep our eyes on that, and we got to keep our eyes on what happen and happens in the state of Utah. Um, but speaking of dum-dums, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about Mitch McChina for a minute. Mitch McChina, who's in an all-out war with President Donald J. Trump, that he will not win. That he will not win, ladies and gentlemen. He knows that his career is over. We know that he's married to a CCP operative because her entire family is in bed with the CCP. They have a shipping company that is funded by the CCP. And his wife's sister is on the board of the uh, National Bank of the CCP. But Mitch McChina has announced his support. Announced his support. Listen to this. 
for the Open Borders Radical Merrick Garland for Attorney General. He has announced his support for his his plans, and he's announced his support for him being the Attorney General. This coming, ladies and gentlemen, Merrick Garland says that Antifa and BLM, their actions in the last four years are not considered terrorism because, get this, they did it at night. They didn't do it during the day, during business hours. So they did it at night. So that's not considered terrorism. He has also said that he does not feel that people who cross the border illegally should be prosecuted or detained. Illegally. The Attorney General, who, well, not yet, but who's probably going to be the Attorney General of the United States, does not believe that a person should be detained or should be um, uh, uh, held or should be captured or should be anything if they cross the border. Ready for this word? Illegally. I don't know how much slower I can say that, but the Attorney General does not feel that laws exist. And he feels that he can cherry pick which laws he enforces and which laws he does not enforce. Remember, it's not terrorism if it happens at night. Just like the coronavirus can't get you during the day, but it'll get you at night if you're in France. There's a 6 o'clock curfew. Be careful, because the coronavirus comes out at 6 o'clock. Just like when you go to a restaurant. The coronavirus doesn't seem to bother you. Um, when, you know, uh, it doesn't seem to bother you when you're sitting down below a five foot level, but if you stand up, you better put on that mask cause it'll get you. <laughs> that's just me having a little bit of fun there, but that's Mitch McChina. And what did you expect? All right, moving on the DOJ under, uh, resident Biden, who actually is in bed with resident Biden so much that they have allowed him to pass over 50 executive orders. Remember, in order for a president to put out an executive order, it has to be vetted, and then it has to be allowed by the Department of Justice. President Trump had a heck of a time getting executive orders passed because he had a Justice Department who actually worked against him. This Justice Department, who works with resident uh, Corn Pop himself, they have actually now withdrawn from a federal lawsuit that they were in support of and that they were working with. These young ladies from Connecticut, they have withdrawn their federal lawsuit claiming unfair competition uh, from transgender athletes in high school track racing in Connecticut. In Connecticut, they have a law there that says that transgender um, people can just willy-nilly go on and compete and destroy any young lady's chance at actually winning anything, getting a trophy, or propelling her career into something professional. Well, a bunch of young ladies actually filed a federal lawsuit against the state of Connecticut, and under President Trump, that DOJ was actually in favor of it and was working with those young ladies, which is the right thing to do, in my opinion, right? But the DOJ under resident Biden has has since removed themselves from that lawsuit because they're actually trying to make sure that everybody, whether you're male or female, can compete wherever you want, giving females no chance to ever win anything. Where's the women's rights activists? Where's the feminists? Where's the ACLU? Oh yeah, that's right. They're nowhere to be found. Just like the women's soccer team who hated President Trump so much that they knelt at every game when the, uh, when the uh, national anthem came on, they are now standing, ladies and gentlemen, for the national anthem. And all because the guy that tweeted, Orange Man Bad, who tweeted at 2 a.m., is no longer tweeting. Isn't it a sick, sick world that we live in? Isn't it a fallen world? that we live in. Don't we need Jesus now more than ever, ladies and gentlemen? Absolutely sickening. 
Um, here's some more uh, breaking news that I posted this morning on Telegram. By the way, if you're not following me on Telegram, I am Jeremy R. Harrell, and the only place that I post there is on the public page, on the public channel, which is Live from America all capital letters. So check me out on Telegram. But Democrats no longer, I'm going to read this to you. Ready for this? I'm going to read you the article. The, the, the headline says, Democrats don't want Biden to have full control of nuclear weapons. Well, duh. Why would, why would you? The man is in cognitive decline so fast. You can't give him the nuclear codes. Um, you can't give them the nuclear codes. Elizabeth Noack says, shout me out, Indiana. Shout out, Elizabeth. This is why I love interactive shows. But let me read this to you. According to recent reports, there are a number of Democrats who don't want Joe Biden to have full control of America's nuclear weapons. By the way, I'm reading this on the Gateway Pundit. Do they know something that the rest of us don't? Or is it possible that they know what everyone else knows, that Biden's mental state is compromised by his advanced age? All right. Let's move on, okay? Say, um, which answer do you want first? The fun answer or the better answer? Let's start off with the fun answer. But first, let's specify precisely what House Democrats want from Joe Biden. A letter signed by three dozen, that means 36 for those who don't actually use regular math and who actually use common core math or white supremacist math, because I guess that's a thing now. Um, a letter signed by three dozen of his party's caucus urges the new president, I'll call him resident, to relinquish full control, full control over the country's nuclear weapons in favor of a committee approach, meaning that one person doesn't make the, de the decision, that it should be a committee's approach. Nearly three dozen House Democrats on Monday called on, on Biden to relinquish his sole authority to launch nuclear weapons in the latest appeal to reform the command and control structure so that no one single person can initiate a nuclear war. Vesting one person with this authority, this is a quote, entails real risks states the letter spearheaded by Representative Jim Panetta of California. Quote, past presidents have threatened to attack other countries with nuclear weapons or exhibited behavior that caused other officials to express concern about the president's judgment. Still in quotes, while any president should presumably consult with advisors before ordering a nuclear attack, which they probably do with all of their uh, generals in the Pentagon and, and Department of, of Homeland Security and Department uh, Secretary of State, I'm sure they all do. They always all have. Um, where am I here? While any president uh, should consult with advisors before uh, ordering a nuclear attack, there's no requirement to do so, the letter adds. The military is obligated to carry out the order if they assess it is legal under the laws of war. Under the current posture of U.S. nuclear forces, that attack would happen in minutes. Okay? Um, and, then you, and then it shows a bunch of, it shows all these people uh, who signed the letter. Um, seems to be, yeah, a ton of them. And uh, I won't, and it says Joe Biden is mentally compromised and they know it. Well, duh, we all knew that. We all knew that's why Nancy Pelosi pushed for the 25th Amendment early last year when, we, when it, it, the, the, the media was trying to say it was about Trump. We knew it was about this because they knew they were going to win. They knew they were going to use the coronavirus to do mail-in ballots. They knew they had the advantage with electronic voting machines. They knew, like, like she said, we're going to get rid of them one way or another and we have an arrow in our quiver. This was all a setup. And pretty soon, you're going to see Kamala Harris, ladies and gentlemen, as, as much as I hate to say it. Now, where is the silver lining in that? Where is the glass half full um, uh, vision of, of that taking place. Well, the glass half full 
uh, portion of that is that we've gotten rid of one if one leaves. That means we only have to get rid of one more. And 2022, when we retake the House and President Trump is in full on um, mode of uh, a strategic mode, then we can impeach um, Kamala Harris for her many, many crimes, including bailing out people who then went and, and, and caused more terrorism and even killed people. So, ladies and gentlemen, there is a silver lining in everything, but this is not news. This is something that we knew was going to happen. It's, 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 not a, it's not a surprise to you and I. It's not a surprise to you and I. And, and Kamala Harris is going to be worse. Don't get me wrong. We got some fight ahead of us. But the fact is, if we can, we got to get rid of them both. And if one goes, well, <laughs> we only got to get rid of one more. Um, I know there's a lot more to discuss in that, like who will be the next VP and all that. I get that. But this is, this is the topic of the day now. So buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, because it might get bumpy. Speaking of Biden, he is in a free fall, ladies and gentlemen. I've been telling you he has zero political capital for, for, for weeks now, actually for months now. This man is not respected at a, at a, at a world stage level. He's not, ex, he's not um, respected even at a national level, let alone a world stage level. His poll numbers are free falling because he, he's a guy that gets nothing done, can do nothing, and everybody knows he has no power Everybody knows he's a puppet. Right now, as of, of today, among independents, his um, approval rating is 39%, ladies and gentlemen, 39% among independents. That means 61% of independents. Where do you think they're going to go? Who do you think they're going to vote for next? They're going to go to the Trump campaign. They're going to go to the Trump administration. They are going to get behind President Donald J. Trump. That is huge news. Even among Democrats, he has now fallen below 50%. He's going to continue to fall because the guy's a joke, okay? Yes, is he, is he a child of God? Yes, uh, but he is a joke in the position that he's in. And I, and I always said it makes me sick for what his wife is allowing to happen. And, and, and I know that they've said that we're going to have a, um, a State of the Union address. But ladies and gentlemen, I don't think that's going to happen. I might be wrong, but I don't think that State of the Union address is going to happen. They can't put him up there for two hours. They can't put him up there for that length of time and let him speak. He will fumble, mumble, drool, and get all messed up. You won't know what he's talking about. Okay, he'll start talking about rubbing his legs and the, his hair turning blonde in the sun. He'll start giving you all these crazy stories. He isn't going to be able to stand up there for two hours straight and give a State of the Union address. So my my thought is that either they're going to they're they're going to not have the State of the Union address, or it's going to be virtual because, you know, they're going to still use COVID now uh, to protect Biden and protect the administration, all right? Or um, they're going to have it and it's only going to be about a half hour long. It's definitely going to be a very different State of the Union address. It'll probably look just like his inauguration and nobody will be there and nobody will care. Nobody will tune in because nobody cares. So we got one more piece of great breaking news before we end the show today, and that is U.S. District Attorney or U.S. District Judge, excuse me, Drew Tipton has now indefinitely, ladies and gentlemen, indefinitely banned the enforcement of Resident Biden's 100-day deportation pause. We know that this judge stepped in and put a uh, suspension on it. Then we knew that he came back in and that he put. Um, he uh, put a further extension on it, and now he's come back and saying that, nope, we are going to indefinitely ban this enforcement on your 100-day deport deportation pause. Another huge win. 
Another huge win for us, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, we're not going to have great news every day. Okay, some days we're going to have bad news. Today we had a lot of great news. Shout out to U.S. District Judge Drew Tipton for holding the Constitution and holding the values of this country um, uh, on a pedestal and doing what is right. Like I said, we're not going to always have great days. We're going to have days where we have bad news. But ladies and gentlemen, no news is bad news if it's the truth. Because if you have the truth, then you know what you need to overcome that bad news. You know how to combat that bad news, and you know how to win based on the news that you got. The only bad news is fake news, being lied to. None of us want to be lied to. All of us want the truth. All of us want the facts. You can give it to us candidly. You can give it to us slowly. You can give it to us quickly. But give us the truth so we know what we have to do moving forward. Because God always wins, and the truth always reveals itself under God. See what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, please go to JeremyHerald.com. If you can become a one-time or monthly donor, please do so. It's helping me um, get to places like CPAC. It's helping me get the hotels. I got some big news to reveal at CPAC. We're going to show you a lot of live video from there. I'm also going to be doing a lot of recorded video from there that I will release after when it comes to uh, different... Um, uh, you know, interviews that I do. Uh, I don't know how many I'll do. I don't know who I'm going to interview. Once I get down there, I will put out a place where we can meet if you're going to CPAC so we can have a small meet and greet. Uh, a, a gentleman this morning um, messaged me and said that I should do that. And I thought that was a really good idea. Uh, make sure that you sign up for the newsletter on JeremyHerald.com and make sure that you share this video on Facebook and everywhere else so we can get the word out to all those people who some for some reason still can't find us. All right. God bless you guys. I appreciate everything you do. Remember, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. This evening's show will not be from here. It'll be from a friend's house in Boston that I'm staying at tonight so I can catch my early flight in the morning. So I don't know in which capacity uh, we will do tonight's show, but I will come live at five like I always do and give you a little something at least, but it won't be from the studio. Have a wonderful night, ladies and gentlemen. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy your families, and we'll see you tonight at Live at Five for more Live from America with your host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. Signing out, ladies. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America. Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth.